made of solid dough She's the kindest of every day folk A beauty, calm, don't let that fool you And IQ 132 She'll get the best of you She's a country girl And she's crazy She said if you don't wanna bust down my door You best be ready to settle the score I got a loaded gun underneath my bed I'll bring you back to life again Don't you know Country girls are crazy She's up before the crack of dawn Works until the sun is gone She's also a classy lady You do no harm, she'll treat you well Cross her path, she'll give you hell She'll be a country girl Gone crazy She said if you don't wanna bust down my door You best be ready to settle the score I got a loaded gun underneath my bed I'll bring you back to life again Don't you know Country girls are crazy That was a Shelley Lynch and the Country Girls Are Crazy. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes show in the company of your Cabacus Nova, Romy the Rodeo, and the Italian Legionnec. And my people, it's truly an honor and a pleasure to welcome the show today, Shelley Lynch. Hey, Shelley, how are you today? How are you? I'm doing wonderful, thanks, Shelley. And of course, I want to thank you so, so much for taking your time out to be a guest on the show today. Thank you. It's an honor. Thank you very much. Oh, well, the pleasure is certainly ours. Well, we just heard this great song of yours, Country Girls Are Crazy. Now, when it comes to the origins of this song, Shelley, how did this song come about? <laughs> <laughs> this is a funny one. I true story and uh as a songwriter i write what i live and honestly it's truly a gift and i i'm quite blessed and i'm thankful that i have this gift some days <laughs> and some days i'm like this is crazy where does this come from you know and um i'll tell you where that came from it was spring of last year i was uh sleeping 
and I was woken up to a loud noise and I thought, I live in the country, so I thought it was a, a tree or something that hit the house. I, I don't know. It was just a really loud noise and as soon as I opened my eyes, there was a flashlight flashing through the window. Mm-hmm. And it was quite terrifying. Obviously, I jumped out of bed and thought somebody was trying to break into my house. Oh, yeah. So I went, yeah. went to grab my phone to call 911, but I didn't realize the light was so bright. So I, I covered up my phone and I, I didn't call for help because I didn't want them to see that I was awake, whoever was outside. And no, I couldn't hear anybody saying anything or it was just this bang, bang, bang. And so I went to go out my bedroom door down the, down the hall and then I have this very large um, living room window and the light was flashing down the hallway. They were looking for movement, I think, in my yes. house. And so I backed up and at that point, I do remember being absolutely terrified at that point because I live on my own. Right. I went down the hallway to get my gun. I do live in the country and I am a hunter. And uh, as soon as I went to go down there, I just stopped for the flashlight. I got to the end of the hall and all, I could just, it just really started this loud bang, bang, bang on my front door. Mm-hmm. So I turned around and of course I'm half asleep, don't forget. And I go to the front door, I was like, I was so angry that this person was banging on my door. I literally, I won't do it again. I should have never opened the door, but I absolutely opened the door, turned on the lights, opened the door at the same time and went to punch whoever was standing there, just punch them and knock them out because I was so mad. And it turned out it was a cop. Oh. So, yeah, they were at the wrong house. Um, So a week prior to that, I had had some landscaping done and I took the number off my driveway, uh, not thinking anything of it. It went back up the next day, trust me, but um, he was very apologetic. It would have helped if he would have identified himself, but um, the next day when I was talking to the supervisor, we I was explaining the situation. I said, you know, you really should tell that guy that uh, he should never bang on anybody's door that late at night especially women that live on their own because country girls are crazy (laughs) and after that I sat down and I started I could either be terrified or like I normally do in any situation that's either stressful or happy or whatever I tend to write a song about it and the song actually helped me because if you think about it it's kind of scary to go to sleep again at night, right? Because it, it was very frightening. But the song now, it's fun and it's uplifting and it, it's humor and I'm okay. It actually makes me feel better. So that's where the song came from. <laughs> wow, that's quite the story. So I guess the moral of the story is don't mess with Shelley Lynch, folks. That's all we got to yeah. say. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's what you can take. That's, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. My sister, Kathy, she was laughing. She's like, don't ever wake Shelly up in the middle of it. Just don't wake her up. Exactly. And yeah, and and so, you know, on the heels of this great uh, song of yours, Shelly, in this new year, 2022, will we be seeing a full-blown EP or new album from you this year? Absolutely. So that is in the works, too. I'm working with Dean Miller right now. 
actually, I just received one of my newest singles coming out in the spring mm-hmm. today, this morning. Um, just had to review the master on it. And we, I am planning to do a full album with Dean Miller. I'm not sure if you heard the other news, though, mm. as well. Did you hear the other news that I signed a distribution? Distribution contract with uh, CDX Records out of Nashville. Wow, you know that that I that I had not heard about, and that's fantastic. Yeah, that was on the weekend, and they actually have a distribution deal with Sony Music Nashville. Mm-hmm. Well, the Orchard, which is Sony Music Nashville, so that's a huge step right now. I got a lot going on at one time, but it's going to be awesome. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> Well, you know, I think it's, that's fabulous, fabulous news. You're just going from strength to strength for sure. And, you know, you shared that wonderful story with us of The Country Goes a Crazy um, song, or oh, the origins of that song. And But when it comes, you know, this, that's already a crazy story indeed, but when it actually comes you know, to you personally and things that you have done, what is the craziest thing you have done so far? Hmm. I'm not really sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, actually, I don't. In the music or in general in my life? In general in your life. In general in my life. Well, I'm quite an interesting person. How about we'll have a follow-up interview and I'll, I'll have something for you then. How about that? Oh, uh, we'll see ever the tease, Shelley. Very well. You have, an, you, you have a deal. <laughs> then we'll have, to, we'll have to keep that one for yeah. next time. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and other than that, though, you know, I was kind of perusing your website, you know, in the, the last couple of days and such. And uh, you actually once said, and I quote, the music industry is very hardcore. You have to be tougher than tough. You not only pour your heart and soul out to be judged, but there are many people wanting to make money off you, which is a very, very strong statement and a very poignant one. And, you know, having had an accumulated experience that you have in the music business, what are your words of wisdom for those who want to survive in the jungle that is the music? business hmm well I know one thing and this is pretty much all I know and the piece of advice that I could give and that is I have very strong faith very strong Mm -hmm. and when you're given a gift I can tell you and that's where the dreams and gas started actually in 2020 when the pandemic hit I just decided that life is very short and one day when I go to heaven, I don't want to approach God and have to say that I didn't give the best shot that I possibly could with the gift that he gave me. Because it's truly a gift of songwriting and and entertaining. I don't know how to explain it. There's some days that it doesn't even feel like I'm the one writing the song, if you will. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's the most amazing experience you can have. And so I guess the advice would be, is always follow your gift no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. And have that faith and you'll get there. And th- those definitely some, some beautiful, beautiful words for sure. And, you know, when it comes to, you know, live, live situations and such, what has been the funniest thing that has happened to you on stage? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's too funny. My sister's right beside me, actually. She, Kathy, she spends a lot of time with me. And one of my 
I'm so thankful because she pushes me all the time. And I can tell you, back in the day, and she knows exactly what I'm going to say, we used to entertain all over locally in bars and jamborees and on TV. And this one time, I think we were down in the U.S. just across the border because we lived close to the U.S. border. Mm-hmm. And we were up there singing, and when we're singing, we're hardcore all night. We hardly take a break because we love it so much. Sure. And, of course, we were drinking at this point. It was probably 2 in the morning. And uh, Kathy goes, you want some beef jerky? In the middle of a song, literally, she's feeding me food. <laughs> and I, was, I went to sing, and the beef man blew out into the audience and landed on, the, on one of the guys that were dancing around. And Kathy and I, we were trying to sing, but we were laughing so hard that we had to literally quit in the middle of the song because this poor guy had fine. But you gotta think, we didn't even take a break. It was it was one of those moments that is unforgettable, let me tell you. That's probably one of the most embarrassing or but it was two o'clock in the morning and it was a what, a thousand people in the out, outdoor bar scene. And it landed on his back. And it landed on his back. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know what? I mean, it is two in the morning. One's going to get the munchies, right? <laughs> I know. Well, we were supposed to shut down at one thirty, and we were just starving because we just sang like almost nonstop four hours. And Kathy's like, oh, just have a piece of beef jerky. You'll be fine. <laughs> Yeah, that's I I love that. I love that. And, you know, you are one of many, you know, great uh, female Canadian artists out there. And, you know, because you think of there's been a great tradition there because I think of folks like Shania Twain and Terry Clark and Anne Murray and these kind of people. And in your mind, do you have a favorite female Canadian country artist? And do you think we'll ever see another Shania Twain, another Terry Clark, and you know, folks that really, should we say, were the flag were flag bearers for you know female Canadian country music? Uh, that's hard to say. I I hope so. Um, I think it's really difficult for a woman in any industry, whether it's music or business or anything, being independent. I come from a strong family where my mom raised six kids so independence is uh, not not something that you would see in that I mean she had to work with my dad and her in a business but it's really difficult for women in general to to be in any business and then you put it in the music business Mm -hmm. and it's even harder but you know what you just gotta I don't know just gotta keep that drive and keep going, moving forward. And I think there will be, I think there's always room for another major artist. And the one of those, I think that, that I would pick would be my pick. Mm -hmm. I would have to say Shania without a doubt. Uh, She's worked her butt off and, and I mean, they all have, but um, definitely she had to work really hard and have the industry on her back, you know, the days that she wasn't touring and they said she couldn't sing. And I mean, that, that lady can sing. There's no doubt about that. Very, very so, true. 
Definitely. I mean, yes, she's, she's definitely a legend in her own right, indeed. And, and you know, looking at, you know, where, how far you have come thus far, Shelley, and, uh, you know, what the future holds and stuff, if you could picture yourself in 10 years, where do you see yourself at? Well, on a fireball bus, <laughs> down south, touring, opening act, and I would say in 10 years, I would definitely be... Uh, Mortgage free. Mortgage free. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. Um, definitely, in ten years, I would see myself full blown into this industry for sure, mm-hmm. and for the most part, helping others, because I, I believe that's why we're on this earth, right? Mm-hmm. You need to help people, and if if my music helps just one person, that's amazing to me. Amazing. And it's such a great feeling, and I'll take it as far as it'll go, for sure. And that goes to tell me that you're in the, in the music business for the right reasons. Just that statement, I think, is enough to say that you're there for the right reasons, and I love that indeed. And, you know, you touched up earlier on the COVID situation. I know that, of course, Canada was hit very, very hard when it came to that. And how did you, what was your coping mechanism during the tougher months of COVID? I just focused on, you know, keeping myself healthy and um, eating properly, staying mentally and physically um, fit, so that you can you can manage your thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. I think that was, and the biggest thing for me is that it gave me that time that I didn't have before, and it actually pushed me to do more music. Mm. I played my guitar more in the past two years than I have in the past 15 years. And the piano, I like, and everything I do, I play by ear, so it's like, it's amazing and I feel, it's, you know when you, you're doing the right thing? Mm-hmm. I so belong, at any time that I'm not with my music or, or don't have my guitar, I don't feel, like I belong. <laughs> right. As soon as I play music, I'm I'm happy and I'm like I, I can function. It's just it'll never leave me. It's part of me. Uh-huh. I, so I, that's, yeah. The, if you're gonna pick any good out of COVID, it helped me actually. It helped me because it got me back to where I belong. Hmm. And I and that's that's a beautiful sentiment indeed. And and I have to obviously ask this question: you being you being Canadian and me being a huge hockey fan and a Montreal Canadiens fan, do you have a favorite hockey team? And do you follow the NHL? Well, I did once upon a time, but I can tell you that I'm so busy that it's very difficult. I barely barely turn on the TV or. Um, watch any sports anymore but my sidekick sitting beside me says that if I don't say the Canucks that she's probably not gonna help me out anymore so I'll I'll have to go with the Vancouver Canucks (laughs) and I am a peacemaker right there well, hey, that and that's great. So, and I have nothing against the Canucks. I will say, you know, I'm I'm kind of relieved you didn't say Toronto Maple Leafs. So I'm so very that's already a relief. Can you hear Kathy in the background, right? Yes. <laughs> 
Yes, as long as you're not a Leaves fan, life is good. That said, and for those who, who actually then want to find out more about you and your music, Shelley, where can we send these folks to? Um, definitely my website, so ShellyLynch.com. Um, it's getting a little bit of an overhaul right now. We're, we're going to start, once we move everything to CDX Records, um, then things will change a little bit, right? Um, as far as hopefully mm -hmm. get on tour this summer. And so we'll have a page for that on there. But you can also go to my music page on Facebook, so Shelly Lynch Music on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Instagram is Shelly Lynch Music as well. And I do have a TikTok account, but I'm kind of, I don't know. They want you to do, they, they ask me, can you take a picture every day of what you're doing? <laughs> really? If you wanted to follow me around in a day, it would be insane. So, yeah, but that's the way that you can get a hold of me for sure. There should be, um, there will be tour dates eventually on my website. Perfect. Well, then and there is a contact form. You can email, you can get on the email list and I'll be sending those out on a regular basis as well. Fantastic. Well, folks, then you definitely know where to go if you want to, of course, keep up to date with all the amazing things that Shelley Lynch has going on. And speaking of great things, Shelley, we're going to be going into another awesome song of yours, which will be Dreams and Gasoline. Now, when it comes to this song, any particular stories or anecdotes behind this one? Absolutely. So this song actually rekindled my career. So I had taken a break because, as you know, as we spoke, the difficulties in the industry and I went through a divorce and it just anybody I I don't wish that upon anybody because it is a very difficult um, thing to experience and anyways long story short that's put us divorced and five years later and uh, I was asked to open uh, an act in my hometown of Fernie and I needed a guitar player, so I had asked uh, Travis, one of my guitar friends, to come help me open the show. And then as we were practicing, he asked if I wanted to, um, maybe I could, he could co-write with me. And I said, oh, I don't co-write with anybody because it, it, I just didn't before that. <laughs> Not the lyrics, anyways, because you're, you're putting your heart and soul into, into a song, right? <laughs> but then I was... I could hear the song in my head, which was about the dreams in gasoline because it was about my divorce and how to put a spark because that, when I opened that show for Kenny Hess, it put a spark in me. I hadn't sang in like, I don't know, probably five years, five, six years live like that. And when I was up on stage, it just came out like I had never stepped off the stage and it gave me this inspiration so when I told Travis I was like I'm trying to write this song I'm trying to make it positive about a divorce how how I'm coming out of it in a positive manner so he actually co-wrote the song with me Dreams in Gasoline and that's where it came from it's about igniting that flame that was lost 
And, and I think that's fantastic. And, you know, I'm sure you'll definitely keep that flame alive for many, many more years to come indeed, Shelley. And so we're going to go into this awesome song. This will be Shelley Lynch and Dreams in Gasoline. Shelley, I want to once again, of course, thank you so, so much for your time. I truly appreciated it. And of course, I want to wish you continued success with your career and all the very best for 2022. Thank you very much, and thank you for the interview. It's greatly appreciated. Oh, well, the pleasure was certainly ours. One more people, you heard it from Shelley Lynch. Be sure to check her out if you yet to do so. She is definitely worth your time. Here's another great song of hers. This will be Dreams and Gasoline. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes show with your Italian Dijonek. We'll be right back after this. Every morning the sun wakes up She looks down at her coffee cup Wonders where in the hell all the good things have gone It's not the love that she would have picked But sometimes there was good in it It took leaving him to keep moving on On gasoline, like a perfect storm on an open sea, rolling wild and running free. On dreams and gasoline. Like a perfect storm on an open sea 